What a wonderful night this one is indeed, where we celebrate the resurrection of the Lord. And there's a very old Christian greeting for this night that says, Christ is risen, and we all respond, He is risen indeed. So let's practice once. Christ is risen. Good. And now let's do it as if it was the day of the resurrection, okay? Christ is risen. Great, that sounds more convincing. After the resurrection, something amazing happened. And that is that Jesus can be found everywhere in the world. He fills every single corner of the world, except for one place, as we read in the gospel today. He's not among the dead. That is the only place where he is not. Why do you seek the living among the dead? When Jesus during his life had to talk about himself, he said, I am the life. He didn't say, I am alive, but I am the source of life and life in abundance. And I know that sometimes this night could, you know, and all the stories that we hear could sound too good to be true. It was the case of the apostles. They thought it was nonsense. How could this be possible? But the reality is that the best possible result we could have expected actually happened. It is a miracle, the greatest of miracles. The amazing wonders of creation, as we just read, were not enough for God with how amazing they are. And they speak about God so much, they were not enough for Him. The law that He gave us to come back to the right path, that would be enough, wouldn't it? It was not enough for God. The prophets, having people that would speak in His name, that would be enough. It wasn't for God. And in the peak of madness, He became one of us. He walked this very earth And he lived among us, teaching us how to live, both with his life and with his teachings. And that was not enough. So he sacrificed himself for our sins, so that he could pay the ransom for our freedom. And that wasn't enough either. But on one quiet night, with no witnesses, before the sun had come out, he rose from the stone that held his dead body. Because God could not be dead. God could not die. God is alive, and he's the God of the living. 
And he didn't come back through the same door that he went into death. He opened a new door to a new life. And that is what he offers to each one of us. The tomb held the dead body of Jesus. Our hearts are filled with the sun of eternal life. This is the greatest news ever told. That there's hope for us. That we can be made anew. That Christ is risen from the dead. And so nothing is impossible. That if there's darkness in our hearts in this night, that can be dispelled. If we open room for that light. And so that is my prayer for each one of us, and especially for you being baptized tonight. Those who are being received into full communion in the church. That is my prayer for you. That you will let that light of Christ shine so brightly in your life. There will be no darkness at all. In the end, and let me tell you this right away as you are baptized. Faith is not about adding on things to our lives. Why do you want to become Catholic? It's not about adding on things to our own lives. But it's more about making room for the light of Christ. So it's about removing those things that are covering his light in our hearts and in our souls. This is the greatest news ever told. Christ is risen from the dead. And he does not die again. He's alive and bringing others to life. We see this at the Newman Center day in and day out. How many souls are being touched by the Son of Life. And they're being brought to life. They're blossoming. Their talents are enhanced. They find a new meaning to their lives. They start finding new friends, new community. They start finding a new energy, a new passion in life for what they do. This is our daily life. And that is my desire for each one of us. That we may let that light of Christ shine more brightly in our hearts. I believe that this is the time of evangelism. I believe that this is the time of evangelization. The world is in great need of this good news. That Jesus is alive. Why should we keep this to ourselves? In a world that is not shy about speaking about so many things. Why should we not share the greatest news ever told? The greatest hope available for people. Why should we be quiet about this greatest news that can change someone's life? 
that day of the resurrection, that historical day of the resurrection, many years ago, it started a chain reaction of evangelism. The women went to the tomb and they encountered the angels. And those angels were the first ones to give the good news. He's alive. He's not here. Why are you seeking him here among the dead? He did what he promised. And so the women ran back and went to the eleven. And they told them, Christ is risen. But the apostles didn't say, he's risen indeed. They doubted. And so Peter went to certify that news. And he went into the tomb. And he saw everything as the women have said. And he was amazed, says the gospel. And then Peter would bring that good news to the other 11. And those 11 added on Matthias to that group, to that band of apostles. And they went out to tell this good news. They will not keep quiet. They even died for this good news. Because they preferred to spare their own lives so that many others will come to life. This is the moment of evangelization. Jesus has already done his part. What he had to do is done. The tomb is empty. He cannot be found among the dead. He has conquered death. And his presence is a life-giving one. Jesus has done his part. He lives in us. Are we not going to communicate this great news? I believe that the times of Peter and Paul are over. That the times of Clement, Sixtus, and Cyprian are far gone. I believe that the times of the great Augustine are past. Even the times of the zealous Ignatius and his companions Those times are far spent. This is our time. This is our chance. This is our moment to share that light with others. If Christ is filling your heart tonight with his resurrection, share that with others. Don't keep it just for you. This is our moment. This is the time for evangelization. And many times we can hear that E word and we are scared. How am I supposed to evangelize? How am I supposed to share this with others? And let me tell you that it can be easier than you think. It can be easier than you think. The apostles received no training. They just were with Jesus. They were filled with his presence. And then they let the resurrection fill their hearts. And then they honestly shared from their hearts. So let me share with you the four steps that the apostles have modeled for us. So that we may evangelize in a very simple way to all those around us. The first one is very simple. This is the first step. Share life with others. 
engage in authentic relationships. Co-workers, bosses, yeah, bosses can be evangelized too. Friends, classmates, family members, enter into authentic relationships and just share life with others. This is the first step. So evangelization sometimes can look like a soccer game or a coffee date or sharing a meal with others, a nice chat. And I am a witness of this happening. Many of you who are here today, you are because someone has shared life with you. And they have shared life in so many different ways. I wanted to put some of you on the spot, but I won't. I will refrain from that. The second step is go deeper in those relationships. Go beyond the surface. Many times we don't communicate the power of the resurrection of Christ because we haven't gotten deeper with others around us. Let people share their stories. Get to know them more deeply. Learn how to ask good questions so that we may connect with people in a deeper way. And then share your own story how in this night, the risen Christ has touched your heart. He has touched your soul. Simply share it with others, with humility. And finally, share the gospel. Share the good news. Speak about him. Do not be afraid to invite others to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to a friendship with him. He's the only friend who can change our lives for this life and for the next one. So invite them to the faith, to a personal relationship. This is my desire in this night, that we may be filled with the light of Christ and desire to communicate that to others. Because the reality in the world is that many hearts are empty. That many souls do not have this life-giving presence in them. And we know them. We know their faces. We know their names. We care for them. Would you go out of your way to share with them the amazing light of Christ that has filled your heart? So let us finish not now with a yell of victory, but maybe with a war cry, we could say. Christ is risen. Christ is risen.